When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And joining us now, the coach to the stars, mm. and he also runs the driving range at Bado Bay, Ricky Schmidt. Good morning, mate. G'day, Steve. How you going, mate? Yeah, well, uh, thanks so much for joining us on the show, and uh, we hope you're well at the start of the new year, mate. But um, what about this young Queenslander? Uh, Butes mentioned earlier, we think he's now gone into the top 10, but this is unbelievable to finish at 34 under. Yeah, that's it's a it's a fantastic start for for uh, Cam. He, um, he's a quality player, um, and saying that too, you know, Matty Jones. What can you say about that bloke shooting you know, twenty three under on the weekend? That's that's just phenomenal. But you know, that's a dream start to the year, mate. Your, your year's set up for yourself now, and you you know you're right up there in the FedEx Cup now. And he's uh, yeah, he, he's the world's his oyster, mate. To put it that way. <laughs> I think I saw that he spent some time last year uh, making some alterations to his swing. Can you kind of enlighten us on what he may have done? Yeah, from from what I'd seen towards the end of the year, he just at the top of his swing, he was just getting a little across the line. So that sort of just started creating that bad shot for him. So I think he's just worked really hard with his coach, trying to get it a bit more on plane at top at the top of his swing, which obviously. You know, they've done a great job on the off-season over Christmas and come back and hit the ground running. So. Rick, the uh, the players obviously did hit the ground running because I think previously there'd only been a handful of players that had shot, you know, above 30 under. <laughs> 30 under. 30 under, yeah. like, which is ridiculous. But Well, Ricky might know. The, the record, was it held by Ernie Els? Was it 31 under? Yeah, it was. 31 yeah. it was, yeah. And so we had three or four players who in the one uh, tournament managed to uh, secure that. And I, I guess this tournament is renowned for high scores. Yeah, beauty. yeah, it is, mate. It's, um, I think, too, what made it a little bit easier, and, and, and not taking anything away from the players, because at the end of the day, you know what, you've still got to, you've got to get it from A to B, and then you've got to get yeah. it in the hole. So, but they, they had a fair bit of rain, which softened it all up. Um, so, you know what, they could sort of attack a lot of the, a lot of the flags and not have to worry about, you know, going over backs and off the sides. Um, you know, and the course was just amazing. It's you know, it's just set up every year, and I think they had it's a past seventy three, if I remember. It's it's you know, it's a six par five, and they're all attackable and reachable. So, you know, the scores are there. You just you know, it's there for the taking nearly every year. And you know what? And I and I said it before. You you know, at the end of the day, you still got to get it in the hole. Um, yeah, they're amazing scores, mate. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Hey, Butes, can you do an impersonation of the uh, Americans uh, that get in the hole? Get in the hole. Come on. <laughs> Mate, you're right, uh, Rick. Mate, you're right when you talk about the facility because there was plenty of eagles, which is, you know, in the main, if you're going for an eagle, you're generally hitting it from, you know, 200 metres plus or whatever it is. So, you know, these guys were really peppering the hole. Oh, exactly right, mate. You know, and it's, it's, it's yeah, it's... You know, I, I think what a lot of people don't realise is how hard these guys actually work on their short games. You know, yep. majority of people can get it from A to B, and I'm and I'm not trying to 
sound like uh, you know I'm on myself, but you know even even a, a person who doesn't play a lot, you're going to get the. It's very hard to hit the ball backwards. Put it that way. So, but mm. if if you have a short, <laughs> a, a really good short game, um, you know you have a good short game. You can save those rounds where you're playing kind of average and sneaking an around, but you know you're chipping a putt and all of a sudden that bad man turns into a semi decent round. So. Those guys are just phenomenal with their wedge play, and they get it on the green and everything. They look at it, and it goes in, and if it doesn't, it scares the hole. Yeah, and we can't forget, too, there were two other Aussies, Cam Davis and Mark Leishman, who both finished equal 10th. Both of those guys yep. at 23 under. Um, I'm not sure if you're following this uh, this morning, mate, but um, the Sony Open in Honolulu, and Cam Smith at the moment tied for 84 at minus two. Jones, who ran third last week, He's uh, tied for 84th as well at minus two. So I yep. think the best the, of the... The leaders are at 15 under at the moment, which again, <laughs> some seriously high scores. Yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of hard not to play well in Hawaii. They wouldn't it? What a beautiful place. Yeah, true <laughs> um, that, true that. Um, yeah, but it's very hard to come off a win and try and keep that high going. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough that I won a few tournaments, and it's very hard to back up the following week. People think, you know what, you're in form, and you know, you just ride, ride the wave, but you know, you hit that, that peak, and, and then you're going to sort of hit that low. So, it's, you know, it's, it's, I, mean, I understand where they're coming from with that. So, I don't think they'd be too concerned that, you know, the years are, the years are up and running, and, and they're, you know, they're pretty much set their season up now, so they can just. They can afford to have a bad week every now and then, so I'm sure they'll just enjoy, you know, enjoy the sun over the weekend and have a bit of a break and look forward to next week. Yeah, by the way, uh, out in front is Henley from the US, followed by Kucha. The best of the Aussies is Cam Davis, uh, who's at eight under. Uh, he shot a four under in the second round. Uh, Rick, what's it mean for Cameron Smith as he goes into the you know the major tournaments, etc.? You know, he's obviously stamped himself now as someone that. Uh, his opponents would be look, definitely looking over their, their shoulders. Oh, my ace. Um, you know, as I said, once you get a victory up, it sets you up, you know, pretty much obviously a, a young guy's dream would be to become, you know, get in the top 50 in the world. Once you're in the top 50, then you get all your major exemptions, um, uh, all your all your big events like the Bridgestones and all those sort of things. So, you know, once you win, that's your automatic start pretty much into everything. You, you, you know, you've got your exemption now for the next two or three years on the main tour. So, and not only that, you know, that, that tournament he won is, is a tournament winners only tournament. So it's a very small field. I think there was only 29 starters. Um, and the money they're playing for, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. For 29 players, you're putting their playing for, you know, seven or eight or nine million dollars. So it's, you know, it's, it's a great way to start. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to have a, a few bob in the bank oh. account. I think Ricky might oh, like to talk to right. might like to talk to Cam Smith and uh, get some investment into the driving range at Bato Bay. So maybe well, make it uh, run at night time as well under floodlights. Oh, uh, now you're talking. In, improve the drainage because I think council have dropped the ball. There is is that correct, Ricky? Without throwing you under the bus. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I can't say too much about the council. They haven't been too bad. There's a there's a few things I'd like to do, but, you know, your hands are tied when you're obviously leasing a place. So, it's, you know, you can't can't do too much without their permission. And obviously, if you do do something, then, it's, you know, they've got to, they've got to give you the go-ahead. So. But they've, yeah. they've been pretty good to me. So I've, hey, um, uh, you know. also, mate, you would see so many great local golfers come by the driving range. Who should we keep an eye out for yep. in 2022? 
Uh, well, mate, to be honest, Steve, I haven't really had time to scratch myself with this COVID. When we had the lockdowns and all that, it's been so busy because, you know, golf, golf has just gone through the roof. Um, you know, with lockdowns and that, because it's pretty much been one of the only sports or you know mm. things that people can do and get outside and do some exercise and and that sort of stuff. So most you know golf courses have been chock a block, so people sort of haven't been able to get on a golf course. So then the next best thing is is to go to the range, and it, and it's great to see so many new people coming to try golf out. You know, young and old. Um, a lot of people that were into golf now coming back to golf. Um, so, you know, golf's in a really good spot at the moment. It's, it's just, to me, and I think probably a lot of other golf fans, it's a bit disappointing we don't have an Australian Open this year again. Um, you know, I think if, you know, they can, they can somehow work tennis, tennis open on. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, we've, we've got enough talent and, and young people in Australia to, uh, still put on a, a pretty good event with, mm. with, if you can't get, you know, the overseas players back. I'm sure it's, you know, it'd still, still be a good spectacle to go and watch. Uh, that's a bit disappointing. But anyway, yeah. the PGA's on this week, so we can watch the young ones up there rip it apart. So. Yeah, Butes, uh, you've seen my golf swing, and you know how impressive it is. Yeah. I, I don't play that often, but, uh, you know, I've got good rhythm, good flow, uh, toe to the sky. Uh, you know, that's all that's because exactly of Ricky right, Schmidt. Oh. Ricky Schmidt and his prowess as a golf coach. Well, clearly it's been very effective, and if anybody out there <laughs> needs to improve their golf game, they know where to go now, because prior to Ricky, you getting uh, your hands on Steve, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was, uh, was, was I'd it, have to what, say that, it was was first lesson. What? It wasn't, wasn't real impressive. No, anyway, was it Charles, it was, was it Charles Barclay who has that horrible swing? Is he the one, Charles Barclay? Yeah. I think it was, reminded me of that, I've got to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, he's working hard, and I have to admit it has improved a hell of a lot. So. Yeah. I think Ricky's first words... His first words were, you're not very flexible, are you? <laughs> hey, uh, Ricky Schmidt, thanks for your time. We'll talk soon. No reason at all. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. See you.